This is Reimagine Law, a podcast about legal education and careers to help students navigate their career choices. Welcome to Reimagine Law, and we're moving on to another episode in our mini series of development hacks to help you get the most of your learning and out of your careers. So, today we're going to be looking at career development goals. Why are they important and what do they look like? Kerry and Nigel, over to you. Hi, Kerry. Uh, well, I think today we were going to move on to the topic of goal setting and especially that aspect of career planning too. Um, and also then think about that in the context of perhaps steps we may be, we might be looking for a job, we might be transitioning into a job, but, but, but very much to start with this um, goal setting point, you know, we hear so much, Kerry, about how important goals are. Sometimes people say, do you know what? I feel I didn't set myself the goals I should have done or I didn't stop to think about that when I needed to. What's your sense of that, Kerry? Where should people begin? Um, I think... I think there's, it's really important not to try to bite off too much too soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so, some people um, seem to just know you know, that they're sort of big, hairy, audacious goals right from the off. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 they, and they, they have those right, you know, in their mind um, very clearly. Um, and and that's, that's great. But a lot of us don't, you know, a lot of us with yeah. our careers, it's it's an evolution um, yeah. and as we've talked about previously you know we're, we're gathering up all sorts of experiences as we go along and we might have this um, potential long-term goal in mind but the path we take to get there may vary or actually that goal may change along the way as well so not yeah. being too set on on that sort of big big long-term um, goal unless you're completely you know really really clear on all of that i think well, Kerry, just, uh, just quickly on that point, I suppose that takes us back to the thought of experimentation, isn't it? And being open to, you know, not yeah. thinking that you've set your path for the next 15 or 20 years necessarily. Yeah, well, that could be quite scary, can't it? If you, if you Absolutely, you yeah. Kind of plan your life for the next 25 years and that's the only way you can go, then, you know, that, I mean, life isn't like, as we talked about before, life's not like that, things have changed. No, exactly. We need to be agile in how we, how we approach um, our, our, our learning, our careers, and therefore our goal setting as well. Absolutely. Uh, that said, that doesn't get you off the hook. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so we still need to do it, basically. Yeah, in, indeed, because, you know, otherwise um, you, you run the risk of just drifting and not really accomplishing yeah. um, anything. So, yes, there are long-term goals, there are short-term goals. You can define what, what they look like. So, you know, the long-term goal could be, for example, the first one or two years of your career. Um, because yeah. that's, that's only as far as you can see. Um, but then within that long-term goal of, say, two years, you then break break that down into shorter goals, into shorter-term goals, yeah. um, and ensuring that you've got, you know, a, a focus on those and you can see that clear step, a stepping stone and pathway to, to the, to the longer-term goal is important. And, and um, Kerry, can I just ask a question on, on that point? And just to guide our, guide our listeners, how do people actually go about doing it? So how should, as you say, so not make it too scary, not make it too long-term perhaps, or too complicated, make it very, as you say, don't try and bite off more than you can chew. So how do you, how do you, how do you actually go about thinking about this? Again, does it all come from within or should you, is it something you should consult people on? What, what do you, how have you seen that best done? So I think that there's a, there's quite a few useful frameworks out there and you're thinking about hmm. one of them is, is smart. Um, yes. So smart meaning um, specific. So make sure that your goals are as specific as possible. 
um, so that you know exactly what you're aiming for. Yeah. Um, and N is for measurable. So how are you going to mm -hmm. measure whether or not you have achieved that um, goal? Um, A is uh, actionable. <laughs> I'm trying to remember myself now. Well, there are different. Well, there are different words for that. I mean, because some say yeah. achievable or whatever. But I think actionable is. I, I like that word partly because it it does make the point to all of us that we need to take action as well. So I like Indeed. actionable. And I, I'm all about. I'm all about taking action. Actually. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so actionable, like you said. Yeah. Can you actually make it happen? Yes. Um, and yeah. Then, you know, and tied to that is is realistic. Um, yeah. And then the final um, uh, letter is T, which is is timely. Yes. So in what time frame are you going to achieve this goal? Mm. That, that's a really important part as well because you do need to set deadlines for your goals because um, it, it motivates you to get things done. Um, yeah. You know, it's much better to work towards exact dates or um, or, or, or you know, work towards if it's a big big goal long-term goal you know work towards broader time frames but always make sure that there is a time frame that's put against it yeah okay, and that keeps you motivated as well because you can see things that are being achieved as you go along as well as you hit those milestones well and, and Kerry that's a really interesting point you mentioned the word motivation there and kind of keeping you kind of uh, motivated to do things because there's a lot of research out there about how and again something perhaps useful for our listeners you know a lot of research that says if you actually make some goals and if you make it nice and bite-sized so it's something you can feel a sense of achievement with after a few months or a few weeks or you know half a year or whatever you know your sense of intrinsic motivation and actually your motivation to actually go on and achieve more will, will keep strong so again if, if anyone out there is thinking oh do i really need to set a goal i think i think you'll find that it's very very helpful to almost give you that give you that sense of achievement carry and moving forwards i think yeah, and you, and you can sense check um, these goals with, with others as well, can't you? you know, yeah. They are realistic, the timing that you're set, setting yourself up. So if, you, if you've got a manager that you're working um, with or for, mm. then it's sense checking that given the life cycle of your job, you know, is it realistic to expect you to achieve those certain things within that time frame that you, you're hoping? Yes. Uh, what resources do you have available to you to support you in, yeah. in achieving those goals. Who else is around to help you? What you know, systems, processes, infrastructure do you need in order to help you achieve yeah. those goals as well? And, and getting people bought into your goals. Um, that's a great point. Yeah, really critical. Whether that's your line manager, whether that's you know on a personal level, um, you might need support from from people at home. Uh, maybe you know you're setting yourself a goal that's going to take you away from home for a little bit of time. Yeah. yeah. You, having that support around you that they are all aware of, of what your goal is and why you're trying to achieve it and what that really entails and the impact yeah. on them is important too. Kerry, I think that's, that, that's a really great point. So almost all your stakeholders, what we're saying there is all your stakeholders, have you almost checked in with them about this? You know, oh, I've seen this interesting job and it's actually over here or it's in a different country or whatever it is. Or, you know, it might mean me taking a pay cut for a short time. Again, having conversations, having broader conversations with all the key people in, who need to need to think through that and the implications becomes becomes really critical. And, and Kerry, just thinking about this, you know, there we're mentioning touching on the idea of jobs and things like that. So perhaps... If you've, you know, if we're transitioning into a job, say we've just got a job, we're moving into a new role. So transitioning into a new role, what might be a, a good way of almost setting our initial goals, do we think, in, in that situation? Let's be specific, perhaps. Yeah, no, I, I really like the, um, especially when you're moving into a new role, I really like the, the concept of the sort of first 90 days. 
Okay, yeah. Again, I'm sure you've, you've heard of where it's about trying to understand and set your your sights on what can you achieve in your first 90 days of your yeah. role. It's, it's not too long a time frame. Um, no. it, it, it's, it's reasonable to expect that you're going to take about three months to get yourself up, to, up and running in a mm. Understand the dynamics, the personalities who you're working with, yeah. and the resources available to you during that time. But also during that time, you know, what is it that you're trying to, to, to achieve? How, how at the end of that 90 days do you want the landscape to look? Um, yeah. What's sort of your aspirations? And that just gives you almost like a bite-sized set of goals that come out of that. Yes. That you can really focus on. Um, and then at the end of the 90 days, you take stock. Um, yeah. You reflect, you, you know, probably have conversations internally again, say, with, you know, with your, with your new manager. Mm. So, you know, what's your plan for the next 90 days? Or even maybe you start to extend it out. You start to look yeah. at six months um, and what's achievable. Now you know what you know from your first 90 days. What, what, you know, what do the next six months look like? And you set some goals yeah. um, for, for that. And, and, and Kerry, just. Kerry, just one thought there, actually, on, in that 90 days, because I completely agree with you, you know, how, how critical that is. I think a nice frame that someone once said to me, which uh, I always passed on in, into various other people when they were joining firm, the firm sometimes, and they said, oh, what should, um, you know, what's a good way of having those early conversations as I transition in? Mm. Asking all those key stakeholders, and what does good look like from someone in my role? What would be great from your point of view if I was doing X, you know, if I was working with you, you know, and fitting into the role and supporting you and the organization really well, what would good look like? And, and that's a really nice, okay, it's quite a broad question, admittedly. So perhaps I have to temper that a little bit, Kerry, with your idea of smart there and being a bit smart, mm -hmm. but, but it, at least it's an open question that gets them thinking about almost, as you're transitioning in, Nigel, you know, what should you need to think about as you say your first 90 days and then perhaps a rolling first 90 days or four, second 90 days rather as you move on from there yeah absolutely and, and this is sort of um we've talked about it a lot across different podcasts of ours um the, the sense of you know the network of, of who else would be useful for you to meet during that yeah very good yeah um, absolutely around getting you know other people's perspectives on what, what good looks like or yeah or what they need of, of, of that role um, and, and also just understanding their context, you know, yes. the, you, know you, you relate to and work with are going to have their own context, their own priorities, so understanding that and how your priorities should fit in with their priorities. Yeah. No, Kerry, that's a great point. I mean, it always takes me back to a phrase I used to use. They said, what's the most important when some of these, some people join? And I said, it's actually, to your point, Kerry, it's actually helping them navigate. And it's helping them navigate, as you say, of almost... What is the context here? Oh, that's interesting. What you know, the way we do things around here look like this. Oh, that's very different from my last organization. So understanding the difference, and you say understanding the new context and the world you're operating in becomes becomes pretty critical, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, indeed, indeed. Yeah. Um, and I, I think you know that that's the same with any any you know, we've talked about career transitions are going from one job to another. Yes. Yeah. But if you're coming almost coming from a you know a standing start, so uh, fresh out of university, for example, or you fresh yeah. out of starting an apprenticeship. You know, how does that? How do you make that transition? How do you learn from the the, the exposure that you're getting from from different people and different experiences as as you um, as you you know, embed yourself into those organisations? Yeah. Um, again, you know, looking at your network, looking at maybe even finding a buddy, for example, somebody that yeah, very good. Yeah. 
to to you know to, to your world as it were that can give you a bit of context like you say to help you get up and running on your feet um, mm. but then also taking the time in those early days to to reflect on you know how did that meeting go you know what lands yes. well what didn't um you know, speaking to your speaking to your manager maybe speaking to your buddy speaking to your colleagues around um you know, the the um impact that you felt you had in, in that meeting or on that project and getting mm. Feedback. Um, well, I was going to say that takes me back. That's where my mind went, Kerry. But it took me back to the thought of a, an earlier episode where we talked about the importance of feedback. Because I think in those situations, you say if it's a buddy, if it's your manager, you've been in a meeting with a senior person. Actually, finding a nice quiet moment, perhaps um, I would say in the corridor. But I know we're in virtual worlds at the moment, quite often. Yeah. But yeah, either, however you can do it in a quite offline moment to just say, by the way, how, how did that work? You know, when I when I put it across like that, or you know, do you have any feedback for me on how, how that how that works? So. Yeah, I absolutely agree. So I think that transitioning in, you know, get that other perspective again from your buddies, from your networks, and understand the context, I agree, and, and what good looks like. Um, brilliant. Great, Kerry. Okay, well, uh, I think what we're going to go on to now, which probably relates to some things we're just hinting at here, is this concept of mentoring. So, uh, yeah, that'll be the next episode. Fantastic.